Welcome to Chats with Susan Burrell. And that's me. I help strong, capable women who have pockets of self-doubt access their inner wisdom and clarify their own truth. Chats with Susan Burrell is where we have rich conversations about empowerment, radiating your brilliance out into the world, and loving yourself more than you ever have before. And who doesn't want that? So let's get started. So today I'm excited because I am talking with an author who has, I think, the best book title ever, and I so relate to it. It's called Find Your Friggin' Joy. So I want to welcome Belinda Farrell to Chats with Susan Burrell. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I I can't even tell you. I'm so (laughs) tickled. And and because of your book title... But then we were just chatting before we started the record, and I feel like we've just like been besties now for a while. Probably. <laughs> many, many lifetimes ago. <laughs> many lifetimes. So um, I want to so ask you, why find your friggin' joy? Well, I, get, I can understand why friggin', but be, ex, share it, with the audience what, where you were before joy became the, the paramount thing in your life. I've always kind of been, you know, positive and try to turn things around and, you know, try to look for the good in things. But, you know, after divorce and I was just really trying to find myself. And so what better way to do it than firewalk, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's easy for you to say. I don't know. I like my toes. Well, it was just more or less breaking out of fear. Mm-hmm. And and finding another way to express, you know, express yourself and just learn. I think I had been cooped up in a, a little cave most of my life trying to please other people and do the right thing based on somebody else's interpretation. Um, that I needed to find out for myself who I was and what my limits were. And I can't really say joy was at the bottom of it, but I was happy. Mm-hmm. And I had I had two children uh, during my married life, and they were the just the, the light of my life. But my son was going in a in a different direction. Um, he saw me heal my back, which is what the book is about: going through and connecting with the higher self and letting go of past negative trauma. He saw me do that, and my back healed without surgery. But he himself had broken his spine with a ski accident when he was 12. Oh, boy. And my husband, his father, was an orthopedic surgeon and had encouraged him saying that, you know, he's not going to be normal again unless he has surgery. So he, you know, he went with that and um, had failed back surgeries and resulted in lots of pain. So he had to, you know, rely on medicine and Mm -hmm. you know the pain uh, relievers and then he got addicted to them and he finally uh, took his life with with pain meds Mm -hmm. just after he graduated from college oh goodness so whatever joy I had at that time went completely into the toilet Mm -hmm. I was just in grief and um, still trying to cut cords still trying to forgive myself for whatever I had done because um, you always blame yourself in some way. What could I have done more? That gets you nowhere, though. 
And then finally, um, somebody introduced me, a good friend, brought me to see a movie called, um, I can't think of the movie now. Um, it featured Dr. Bruce Lipton and Dr. Eric Pearl. Mm-hmm. And it was all about reconnective healing. And I didn't know what reconnective healing was. You don't touch the person. You just pull and these frequencies and stretch them. And then it's like the higher self or these higher frequencies find what the root cause is and they heal it inside of you. And I had a half hour session and my grief was completely lifted after oh that my session. Gosh, that's, that is very powerful, isn't it? Yeah. And the woman who did the, the session did not know a thing about me. It's best not to know anything about you. So she didn't know I had lost my son. She didn't know anything. She just goes in and her job is to just pull these frequencies. So after that happened, my, my joy returned. I had this lightness. It was just an incredible miracle. I went and had my reconnection done, which is a two-day um, two process. And all of this, it's like an acceleration of your life's purpose that mm. seems to just evolve and explode inside of you. And that's what got me to write my book. Because I wouldn't have written the book. I had no desire to write a book. Uh -huh. I really, I was too lazy. <laughs> I wanted to go out and play. I didn't want to sit down in front of a computer. You know that. I can see. I can see that. I, I do. Yeah. So, but right after I had my reconnection done, because it does put you on this accelerated soul path, I heard in my mind's eye, I, I heard that you're, you're going to write a book now and we're going to help you. And I went, okay, no problem. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Who's this person? <laughs> so Belinda, let's go back for, for our listeners, because you and I are on the same vibe. But for listeners, um, when you're talking about pulling in the vibrations and stretching them and all, all that stuff, let's talk a bit about that. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to... Um, to explain, it's more like you have between your hands, mm -hmm. like a, a piece of, of taffy that you're pulling. And, you know, I went through the course where I got initiated into containing this kind of a laser beam between my hands. And so when I began to use my hands in a way that I feel like I'm stretching this taffy, around the client, it just becomes something that I have no control over. I'm just mm -hmm. finding and stretching and pulling this, this energetic um, stuff. <laughs> I can't explain it because it's, it's really fun. And I can go right near the client. I don't touch them at all. I can go, you know, pretty far away from them and the further I go it seems the stronger these frequencies are mm -hmm. there's a book um, that was that's on Amazon and it's called science proves reconnective healing mm -hmm. and scientists have followed the practitioners in a room and watched on a you know on a scale that this is real and that they can measure these frequencies and that it's almost like a healing that goes on in the room when there's like maybe two or 300 practitioners there. 
and they see these frequencies just moving off the chart in these um, machines. So, so something is happening. Right. And, and, and so I really uh, subscribe to this kind of um, idea because uh, I really believe that we're all energy. Every single human being, animal, plant, rock, everything, we're all energy. And so yes. um, it makes sense to me that this reconnective healing is energy work that it sounds like what it does is it realigns the individual with the truth of who they really are. And, yes. and like you said, your sole purpose here. Yes. Yes. And people, you know, they think that they're on certain level. And what this does is it just boosts them, accelerates them onto their actual soul path. For mm -hmm. me, it was writing this book, you know, mm -hmm. writing everything that had, you know, changed my life from healing my back without surgery um, you know, to everything that happened after the divorce and how I just completely exploded into learning everything I needed to learn to get out of fear. Except for one thing. I was oh. still afraid of water. You are? I was. Oh. And I, I couldn't even I couldn't even divulge that to Tony Robbins because here I was I was racing cars, I was defying you know, life itself and getting into danger, but I didn't want to put my toe into a swimming pool. Wow. And so then eventually as spirit will laugh a little bit and say, yeah. okay, you're going to Hawaii to learn more about hypnosis. And Hawaii is an island surrounded by water. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> put that in your pack and snort it, huh? <laughs> So, so what I, happened? So I go to Hawaii and I'm learning about Huna, which is the ancient Hawaiian healing, and I teach that as well, four levels. But at, at the time I was I was doing this higher self connection, and when I was doing it, it was through the breath, through this deep breathing called the ha breath. I suddenly reached what I thought was the higher self, but what happened was that it was like dolphins and whales coming into my psyche. Oh just my goodness. Like, like big oceans parting, like Charlton Heston parting the Red Sea. <laughs> and in come these dolphins and whales. And then that night, my dreams were flooded, literally flooded with dolphins teaching me how to swim. Oh my goodness. So that when I woke up in the morning, my only desire was to go out in the ocean and find them. But mm -hmm. then I had to get through the water. So it was like my desire to be with the dolphins superseded my fear of the water. And I found a friend that would take me out there. A dolphin came to us, a huge big bottlenose dolphin came and just stared at me and downloaded all this information. And I'm just suddenly, I'm a dolphin. Practically, I'm, I'm learning how to dive. The water is no longer you know, something that I'm afraid of. It was nurturing. It was kind. It was the home of the dolphins and I had to be with them. Oh my goodness. That's a profound experience. Yeah. So that's when that started. And then I started taking people to come and swim with the dolphins. And I did that for 20 years. Wow. And these are dolphins in the wild. So you have to call them, you have to chant to them. You have to, you know, just have them come in. We've always had dolphins, and it was just an incredible story. So that was my last fear to get over. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You are remarkable, Belinda. So 
so let's, I want to talk about this, um, the ancient Hawaiian uh, huna that you teach and the ha breath, because yes. <clears throat> I have used the ha breath occasionally, but I had forgotten about it until I was reading your book. I was like, oh yeah, that's a good thing to do. So can you explain to our listeners about that? Because it's a really simple thing that really energizes you and connects you to your higher self. Because the higher self lives up at the top of our head, but it doesn't have a body. So it has to be invited to come in. And the breath, when you take that deep breath up to the top of the head, it's almost like you're sending up this oxygenated water and filling up a glass filling mm. up a glass and offering that as a gift to the higher self so it can come down in our physical body and heal us because the higher self can heal anything. It's just reaching that higher self. And so you do so with that breath and it's a conscious breath because the dolphins, they have to come up and breathe every seven minutes consciously or else they'll die. Oh my. Because they're like us. They're oh, just wow. like us. So we die, we die a spiritual death if we don't reach that higher self of us, you know, up at the top of our head. Mm-hmm. Most, most people are just doing the shallow breathing and just going, you know, in through their mouth or panic breathing, you know, the fight or flight. But when you do that deep breath through the nose, hold it, and then ha. Ah, just let the ha breath come out. You completely relax yourself. You put yourself in a parasympathetic nervous system and it just quiets everything down. And, and the more you do it, I, I have on my CD enchantment, I have 10 minutes of ha breathing. Where you oh, wow. Fantastic. Breathe, breathe through the nose and then out through the mouth. Uh-huh. And that is like filling up a glass of water and allowing your higher self to come down inside of you and feeling it I mean, and tingling all over. And mm-hmm. just, it's just wonderful, amazing, fun. Uh, well, thank you for the reminder in your book because I added it to my morning meditation and it just, I was like, oh, I forgot how good yeah. this feels. And, and it's you, not hard to do. You can do it all during the day. I mean, just take a deep breath and then all during the day. I especially do it in the car. As soon as my hand touches the wheel, I'm taking a deep breath. Just another habit to add to your Mm -hmm. collection. Well, funny, breathing (laughs) during the entire day. That's just talk. Funny. (laughs) (laughs) And then you go into that laughter, which again is like a ha breath. (laughs) 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 That's (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness don't get me started I, that'll be the rest of the show <laughs> well you will have done your job making people smile and laugh and putting joy back in their life so Belinda let's also talk about um, besides connecting with your higher self and you've got a couple of, of practices in your book find your friggin joy um, but there's also I, you talk about cutting cords right and um, that's some of the work that I do. I cut cords when clients come to me to whatever their attachment is, usually to another person. But so explain that. Will you, um, how, you, you how you do it, how, how you utilize chants and all of that in order to cut cords? 
Well, Ho'oponopono is the, is the name for the cord cutting or the self-forgiveness process. Ho'o means to make, and pono means right. Mm -hmm. So you're making right two times. Because everything for the Hawaiians, uh, they believe that problems begin as thoughts. We just have a thought. Mm. But the thought is not the problem. The problem is that our thoughts are all filled with these painful, painful memories of the past of persons and things and things we can't control. The intellect can't solve these problems because it, all it does is manage them. You know, right. so let's, let's go shopping. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. And so you want to let them go. And so Ho'oponopono brings in the divinity and neutralizes and purifies the problem. So what I do in the book is to show you how you can put yourself down below you and make yourself very tiny, where the real you is up on a platform looking down on a stage, and you're going to put all these people and things and thoughts down on the stage, including yourself, because they're just parts of the film that you have declared is, is real when right. it's only a thought. Mm -hmm. So you, you put all the things down below you, including yourself, whatever is your, your clients, um, things that made up your day, things about the past. Maybe you still can't forgive your mother for something or your father or your uncle, or you put money down there if that's an issue or politicians or the government. Mm hmm Big issues. <laughs> yeah, big issues. Yeah. Everybody, this is a really good practice right now. Hello. Yes, and you just make them very tiny. And then you take a deep breath, breathe down on them. And this is coming from your higher self. You say the words to yourself, I'm sorry, I love you, I forgive you, thank you. And then you take a cutting instrument, knife, scissors, chainsaw, Okay, and this is figuratively everybody. Right. You don't actually get a chainsaw. And, 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 <laughs> no. But yes, yes. That's right. And then you just, I, I shake my body as though, you know, it's swirling around me, cutting the cords. And then I watch the people and the things just float away because they're just ideas. They're your perceptions. They're your judgments. And they're floating away so that when you come back to, to now, you're going to be on a higher level to deal with whatever issues you have between you. You have a clean slate again. There's a new slate. What happens is that the energy gets neutralized as you forgive yourself for holding on to that perception. And if you, you go into the void. That's what the Buddhists called the void. Mm -hmm. and, it's a, and it is a place of non-attachment or... Yes, non-judgment, nothing. It's filled with light. The void then gets filled with light. It's, it's also another word for the akasha. Mm -hmm. So you don't even have to know what the problem is. You just have to say the words, I'm sorry, I love you, I forgive you, thank you. And then just breathe and send it away, whatever it is. You can say that all day long. That can be your mantra. I'm sorry. I love you. I forgive you. Thank you. Um, I have done this practice myself as well, and it's very, very powerful. And, and the way you've just described it, um, for me, it, that's useful because uh, 
especially with people that you don't really want to let go of, you know, like you like the story, you like that your ex-husband <laughs> is a, uh, well, a really bad person, uh, <laughs> right? And, and so lots of people want to stay attached to their past story. True. And this is a really excellent way to, to just get yourself prepared and ready and then just let that story go. Well, it's like, again, you know, we have PG&E for our electric bill, even though I have a solar home. Mm -hmm. But inside yourself, if you're still connected to all the different outlets that push your buttons, including your ex-husband's story, mm -hmm. you're paying a lot of money to PG&E. And that means that when it comes time to healing, you don't have the energy or you don't have the healing power to battle some kind of disease that comes your way because you've spent it all on the past. That's a great analogy, Belinda. That's that a great analogy. Sense? Yeah, and that, well, and that goes back to what we were talking about earlier with the um, reconnective healing is that we're all energy. And so where, mm -hmm. where do you want to spend your energy? Do you want to spend it on living a life of friggin' joy? Or do you want to spend it on going back to the anger or the, oh, poor me, or I wish I shoulda, coulda. Right. It, it, which exactly. is just, it's not, so you're always living in the past. So this, this practice of cutting the cords and sending it away and, and forgiveness, forgiving yourself, forgiving yourself is huge. I've, I've found great. in my process over the last 30 years that I used, when I first was learning how to, access forgiveness it was always about the other person right because i don't know it wasn't yeah. me right <laughs> but, but it's all about you it is all about me all the time right. man yep and, and once like once you start forgiving yourself first then everybody else is just they just well it's you, not you, important you can't the past is the past you can't change that it happened it's the way you've connected to the past. It's the way you tell the story of what happened to you that makes the difference. Mm -hmm. So you, this is all about you anyway. It's how you're, you get to write a better story so that it uplifts you inside. They, what do they say? One, one hour of anger is equivalent to like four or five hours of non-healing in your body where the, your... Um, anger bruises your heart muscle as opposed to just one little speck of joy gives you like 24 hours of pure joy mm -hmm. pure uplifting joy it's like exercise if you just make the effort to get out and go for a walk then that exercise fuels your body for 24 hours exactly right um yeah. Well, well, you just explained to me about the heart bruise thing of why my, my heart is, is a little sore and my lungs are kind of, oh. <clears throat> and it, yeah, it's grief and, and it explains it. That was, that was, thank you. I just got a gift. Thank you, Belinda. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can always be reversed. Yes. And isn't that good? Yeah. And, and the reason why, everybody, it can always be reversed goes back to, again, that we are energy. And that energy is highly dynamic and conductive and highly healing when we connect to it, when we grow our consciousness and recognize that there is a connection to a higher self that is always, you know, always available to us as long as we're conscious of it. 
And it's like, again, the angels, you know, you always have your angels there, but they don't come in unless you ask them. Mm -hmm. The same with the higher self. It doesn't come in unless you ask it to come in because nothing can interfere with your free will. So you're choosing at every minute of the day whether you're going to welcome in the darkness or welcome in the light. Yeah, and so many people are unaware of that. You know, when you go out, when I go out in public sometimes, like we to a restaurant or something, and I just observe people. And there are some people that they have, they have no clue. There is, there is like a very small dim light within them that they don't even know is there and necessary for their um, personal growth if they just put their attention on it. Right. And expand it, like you were saying, like at the beginning of the reconnecting, uh, reconnective healing, that taffy pull of energy, you know, we can all do that. Right, Belinda? Right. I, I mean, healing can't be taught. You either have it or you don't have it. You either want to do it or you don't want to do it. So it's, it's again, it's still an open door policy. You can open the door, but you don't have to walk through it. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and that's interesting that you said that too, because um, after my really uh, contentious divorce and I just felt like I had been pulverized and shattered and mm. destroyed and I was reclaiming myself while I was in divorce, I was like, go, go, you know, going through my inner closet, if you will, and just deciding who am I really and really finding myself. Um, as I was coming out of the divorce, I found that I have this, um, I have a healing component um, that I didn't know I had. And all of a sudden, you know, I've, I've got this. I, so I'm now out of the closet, Belinda, Yay. I'm telling people, you know, I'm an <laughs> intuitive healer. And, and I can, and like you just said at the beginning, talking about the reconnective healing, it's hard to explain. And people go, well, what do you do? And I'm like, I, I don't, I can't explain it to you, but I know I can do it. And if you would allow me to um, be of service to you, I'd be thrilled. Yeah, they have to be open. They have to be open to healing. If they're not, then it doesn't work. And it goes back to free will too. You know, we're, we're not here. We really are not here to interfere with each individual's path of karmic growth and or conscious development. I asked people before we start, I said, are, are you ready to have your DNA changed today? Mm. And so if I feel that I get a yes, a real yes, physical, right. mental, emotional, then I go ahead. But if I don't, I, I tell them to reconsider. Wow. Somehow they're blocking whatever I'm doing to them. They have to be on the same page. I, Belinda, I'm going to borrow that with my clients. Is that okay with you? Sure. Okay. It's all out there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. all out there anyway. Yes. So anyway, the, the book is called Find Your Friggin' Joy, Discover Missing Links from Ancient Hawaiian Teachings to Clean the Plaque of Your Soul and Reach Your Higher Good. I recommend this book to everybody. Um, it, it, because Belinda, you, you made it so accessible and easy to understand. And I appreciate that. I taught third grade for five <laughs> years. <laughs> of course you did. I don't know what you haven't done. <laughs> I haven't jumped out of an airplane and I oh probably my God. 
I don't want to do that one. I like it being down on the ground or in the ocean. <laughs> or in the ocean. Yeah, but oh I goodness. find that people love the third grade level. I mean, I can even be talking to a group of really highly intellectual scientists, and I still explain things at a third grade level so that everyone can kind of come into their own and understand it. I use puppets on stage, you know, because I, mm -hmm. I, love, I love visuals. You know, uh -huh. everybody loves visuals. And when you make it fun and playful, what's not to love, right? Right, exactly. So um, <laughs> Belinda Farrell's website is huna, H-U-N-A, healing.com. Is there anything else you want to uh, say? Can they go to your website and get your book? Yes, or they can get it on Amazon. Okay. Available through Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Um, is yeah, it also um, a Kindle, a downloadable? It's a downloadable Kindle. That's right. Okay. Find your friggin' joy. And Belinda, because we're talking about energy, um, I just want to share with everybody uh, what it is that I do so that you can investigate that as well. And I um, support people on developing their empowerment to live an empowered life. And it's a journey because I've personally gone through this journey as I shared a little bit earlier. And so um, I help clients to learn how to find their freedom and own their brilliance and claim their opulence, the richness of their life. Mm. And we do that by removing mental, emotional, and energetic blocks. Because as we've talked today, there is always energy moving through us. And if we get stuck energetically, it then kind of shuts down opportunities or possibilities uh, for us in our lives. And so what we do is we build uh, together we'll build self-esteem by tearing down some of those barriers so that you can live a very powerful, empowered life from an inner foundation of knowing the truth of who you are and loving yourself first. So go to my website, susanberall.com and check it out. And Belinda Farrell, thank you so much for the joy the friggin' joy you brought me today, man. <laughs> well, you know, it's an inside job, isn't it, Sue? It is. It an is. Inside Thank job. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank so you. I'm going to end with, and so it is, namaste. Well, that wraps up our chat for today. Thanks for joining me. And if you want to learn more, go to susanburrell.com. You can contact me through the website. There's blogs for you to read. There are videos to watch. And remember, I am an intuitive healer and spiritual guide at the crossroads of life. And I would be more than honored to help you on your journey to live an empowered life. And so it is. Namaste. Namaste.